All right, why the fuck y'all not washing y'all ass, man? <laughs> why the fuck? Why the fuck? Why is this a debate? Why is this a thing every time? I thought everybody bathed kind of mostly. So did I. I was under the impression that, that everyone showered every day. Uh, you know what? Maybe I was too naive. It is a cultural thing sometimes, and sometimes people just don't have the time to do it. But if if you don't or if you can't, it's okay, I guess. But don't. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to talk about it. No, there's definitely... Uh... A point where you can start shaming somebody. So there is. I, feel I, I like. took German in high school, and we had German exchange students. And yeah. you know, in Europe, they shower every other day, conserve uh-huh. water. Yeah. And uh, I, I guess I can get that a little bit more. Yeah. If you don't have a sex appointment, no, you could, in theory, skip a day. Practic- I don't. I don't like to. I suppose. Sometimes you wake up late and you go to work without <laughs> showering, and then you feel like shit, itchy and weird, nasty, Duh. slimy. I can't. I don't Especially like during the summer, too. We've all had moments where it was like, all right, out of necessity, we couldn't. But if if you have the ability in the free time and you just can wash that ass, go ahead and wash that ass. It's okay. It's not going to hurt you. It's only some hot water, baby. It's cool. But if you can't and you don't believe in washing your ass on a regular basis, don't come out in the public pointing fingers and make try to make me feel weird because I like being clean. I can't believe I saw somebody who was like, you know, showering every day is just excessive. I can understand wiping up your genitalia and your ass like every day, but a full shower? Nah, that's doing too much. Well, you know, you could get in the shower and mm-hmm. take like a three minute shower. It don't take that long you, sometimes. Well, but I, mean, I guess the point is if you, the people who are saying just wash your butt crack and genitals. <laughs> Are they doing this in the sink with a wash rag? Just jump in the shower and wash. And that's what it focus seems on like. those parts and get out real quick. And that's what it seems like. It seems like they just taking like quick baths. They call them hoe baths, but I don't like to, I don't like to use that that term because I feel like every now and then uh, it's something that you do sometimes before you drop dick off too. Like you get to somebody's place and you're not comfortable enough to get ass naked and take a shower. You might hit the bathroom and just splash some water on your scrot just a little bit just to get that get that day's taste off so it's not salty like the bottom of a pretzel bag. Yeah, the the internet's weird, man. Like Twitter, people just are really they into never, the shit that they do, whether it's right or wrong. Should have never gave you niggas. They the do. Internet. They'll defend any any position just because they come from that perspective, which I understand. I think I do a really really good job of not putting my personal beliefs out on the internet until it's a, a, an actual conversation happening, and then I can let someone know where I'm coming from, or I save them. For these episodes, but it does astound me, especially after people got 280 characters that you can hop on and go at length into what you believe in. If someone were to like there would be a long debate about whether when you put the toilet paper roll on, should it come over or should you pull? That's under? different. Or somebody that, being like, you know, if, I don't see what the big deal about bagels is. Yeah, but exactly. You have people out here like you over here using plates like I just eat over the sink when I eat dinner. <laughs> I don't even take my shit out of the pot. I just eat over the stove and leave the, leave the heat on. The food stay hot. Listen, man. Look, I ain't got time for this shit. Okay. This is another motherfucking episode of Spit Sessions. Damn, we about three and a half minutes in. I just felt passionately about that. I had to get that off my chest because it was very, very upsetting. You know. And if you take a bath, baths take a while. I can't remember the last time I took a whole bath. It is good to do every once in a while, but it does feel more time consuming than taking a shower does. Well, right, because you have to fill it up. Fill it up. Make sure the temperature is good. Wash that ass. Soak a little bit. And then once it's done, you got to wash it out because you can't just leave like the extra layer of, of body residue on the inside of, of the tub. Cause people can tell they feel gritty. That's nasty. See when, I don't know if I, I 
take baths properly because I end up showering at the end. Oh, that's I feel weird because you were soaking. It was like body soup, right? I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like greasy. I guess that's part of it because you know people do those bath bombs and get all moisturized up in there. But I feel like the bath bomb shit. Uh, I feel like that was taken overboard a little bit. They're cool to look at, and I like watching it. The the visual effect, but sometimes it just looks nasty. There's yellow ones that look like chicken noodle soup with no noodles or no chicken that you just sit in, and it mixes with the filth that comes off of you. So now you have to do you have to clean the tub extra hard after you drop a bath bomb in? Because nobody wants the, the inside of the tub to be purple. Probably, I would. But I don't really. I only take baths if I'm, you know, like when you're really sick and you're yeah. sore and feel all fucked yeah. up. You know, I'll take a bath then. Yeah, but I don't take a bath in my current house because our our tub is weird. Yeah, and you can just. What's wrong with your tub? It looks like. So they remodeled the apartment right before we moved in, and it looks like the contractors stepped all in it, and then like that <laughs> that filth just doesn't come out. Like whatever they got in there, there's just like weird black marks and streaks and shit in it somebody got sacrificed in your tub it never looks clean no matter what and i don't want to lay in there you you and you did the whole uh comet brillo pad scrub thing right yeah i've i I cleaned it really good before yeah yeah. you know because when you got company you gotta make it look of course you don't want nobody that's gonna try to bust it open for you You think you a nasty ass person so i understand if you have a party people just think you you're crusty yeah that's disgusting okay there's been a few things that have happened as 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 normal because we record every so often since the last time we dropped an episode uh there were things that happened to us personally and usually we have stories that we each individually share but we have some that we were there together for so that's new and exciting first thing i want to mention is that my thanksgiving was really nice and wholesome in certain aspects because i'm now an uncle and my niece was there she's adorable i love her she's got like cute little cheeks i don't like holding her too much because if something happens i don't want to be responsible for that but um thanksgiving was pretty cool there were two funny instances that occurred I'm trying to find the best way to talk about them without putting someone on blast, but they involved my father making two uh-ohs. Could I get in trouble for this? I don't know if I could. Do you know what I'm about to talk about right now? No. Is it sexual? No, it's not sexual. I have no idea. Okay. So there's a lady that he came with. I'm not sure. We all adults. I'm not sure of their situation or whatever else, but he referred to her as... He's like, I got a roommate. <laughs> so don't, don't. <laughs> and well, that's like what the gay uncle does when they're in the closet. Why is he doing that? I, I, that's my dad. I love him. He, 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 he raised me. You know, he's, he's, I love I that. Like man. Say, just okay. say, you could say friend. A friend. Friend or, is better than roommate. Else. Like, I know he has a thing like after he and my mother uh, separated that he doesn't really want, want to. Uh, get married again he he expresses as much and so on and so forth so i think any form of commitment might make him a little bit nervous you're a 60 year old man you got a female roommate he, he, and that's he, it early 50s early 50s early 50s comes with that just a little bit all right but hear me out and then he referred to his roommate by my mother's name on accident wow oh so, are their names even similar at all no <laughs> no so my brother and I, who happens to be 15, that was a great experience because he and I went to our uncle's place. He spent the night here. Uh, it was kind of cool being a chaperone and a mentor to him. We hung out, ate pizza. He watched the Warriors for the first time. I don't know if I should or shouldn't have 
let them watch that. But it was it's what a cult classic. Yeah. It's a good movie. I know there was just the just the violence factor. I don't know. I'm not used to being a somewhat similar to a, a parental unit. So I was like, should it be watching? This? Wait, so and they call people uh, bad words in there. But he he goes to high school. He said, I know he does, but I don't know, man. I get nervous about. They stuff hit people like that. with bats and call each other names. Yeah, they just like the Warriors. That is true. That is true, but. Especially the scene where one of the guys was like, hey, let's go get out on some chicks. And they were like, bro, we trying to get off this town. We about to get killed. And he called them the homo, the homosexual slur, like the F word. I don't, I don't like saying it. I don't like doing it. But it was funny because when it happened, my brother looked up at me like, uh, and I was like, I it is not, interesting. I, you, I bet not watching that shit. movies pre like 2000. Yes. Dad. That word is in a lot of movies. It's in like, a lot. Very casually. Very casually. They just drop it left and right. And yeah. it's just it's just bad. But, yeah, Thanksgiving was funny because as soon as my dad did that shit, my brother looked up and I, we made eye contact. And I was like, did he just? So when you him? eat him, is this the day before Thanksgiving? This is Thanksgiving. We when were you at ate dinner. pizza on Thanksgiving? Yeah. No, the night before we had pizza. But okay. dinner was that night. And that's when my dad was tripping a little bit. But that made for some funny for some funny stuff. Uh, my grandfather. Did your mom get mad and clink three glass bottles together? No. After he... <laughs> that would have been great, but she did show up later with my niece, and it was it was a really really good time. I did uh, let my mom know the situation. I was like, "Mom, so uh, just so you know, um, niggas is wilding." So there's that. I don't know why I'm talking like this right now, but that was cool. How was your Thanksgiving? What'd you do? Uh, I just wanted to eat. Okay. And uh, so I had a like a pact with my mother. So it was just the two of us. Okay. Because, you know, last year, no offense to the lovely oh, people I remember that. who I had remember me that. in their home, we I, talked about I didn't that. enjoy the food. <laughs> Bro, this cat <laughs> tripping, dude. The cat. He's playing with this plastic piece and he knocked it in here. He now he's sad. He smacked it into my room. He ain't getting that shit back until we done recording. So Del- Delancey has a giant. This is just like the last place where both the two last places you lived, you have a giant gap between the door and the floor. the The last gap was a little bit higher. It was kind of like scary movie high because someone could get down and see my toes if they looked in. But this one is just high enough for the cat to smack, and his claws are underneath. Like if that cat you know didn't what? have such a big head, you he know could probably what? squeeze. I'ma just. I'm not even going to edit this out. I'm going to just get it for him. Keep talking while I'm doing it. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of my mother's cooking, and my mom is a little antisocial around the holidays, which is understandable. She don't want to mess with people she don't want to mess with. So, uh, yeah, just two of us ate food. And then uh, I'm back from being a good person. I gave him his his shit back. I wanted to, you know, like hang out for a long time and and put some time in. And she's like, hey, uh, you know, I'm going to take a nap. You can hang out in in the living room if you want. And I was like, "Uh, I guess I'll go home. Yeah. And that's stripped out. I'm happy you enjoyed it, though. And I'm happy you spent some time with your mother. Uh, So now we can get into the stuff we've done together. Uh, Reggie and I ended up judging a lip sync battle at Cole's Bar in Logan Square it was awesome. It was really, really cool. We met a lot of great people. The the people performing that night were super duper cool. One of which was uh Jamie. The other of was which was Ashley. Uh, really, really great people to know. Uh, and there was a lot of positivity going around and a lot of liquor flowing as well. So I I kind of got a little bit lit towards the end of the night. And early in the night, I fell and I bust my shit and I broke uh some boots. Like I, I fucked the boots up. That you I broke the boots. I broke the boot, like the left boot, like the sole, 
was starting but to you come did get off. those for like 30 bucks or something yeah it was like really really cool at a resale shop but when you buy stuff make sure you pay attention to the quality guys that makes a difference another thing that we ended up doing was well so you're not going to talk about are we just going to list things dude we did? it's a lot we haven't recorded in a while no but <clears throat> we could talk about it like if you if you got any tangents that you want to go on go ahead because i'm gonna start knocking Knocking out random stuff. I'm gonna go down it though. Well, you we didn't record in a while because I got real sick. He caught the T virus. That's why we have you I haven't still heard from am in a while. somehow. And I'll let you in my house. It's been. I don't think I'm contagious because uh, I don't really have any symptoms except uh, diarrhea. My, the inside of my throat feels large. Like you know how you swallow and it feel like big and flappy. <laughs> This, uh, in there yeah i guess yeah and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> no okay you know how they had that challenge where you would vacuum up your lips the kylie jenner lip that shit? dumb shit people was doing the inside of my like my vocal cords feel like that that's bad i don't want to catch nothing you drink uh, it from my cups but that's uh yeah that's like my only symptom and i just be tired and then my mom was like dude do you think you have mono and i got scared <laughs> And then I looked it up, but I don't have enough of the symptoms. That's what happened when you kiss on the wrong butt. So sore throat and tired nonstop for two weeks. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I'm I'm good enough where I can, you know, talk. Uh, clearly. That's good. I'm happy about that. Uh, but yeah, we did the lip sync thing. Yeah. Uh, it was the championship for the season, apparently. I think so. That was the last uh, one for the year because there's going to be a New Year's celebration. There's going to be another one, but it's not going to be a battle. It's just going to be a big party. So I guess on New Year's Eve, if you're in the Logan Square area and you want to kick it, do some dumb shit, wild out a little bit. You we can could all lip sync the uh, Ewok song together. We, we can all do from Return of the Jedi. Uh, I was it's a celebration. I was gonna say Return of the Mac, but if you want to do that, I can ask if they can put that on for you. I might not join in, but it sounds like a good time no matter what. We're gonna bring the New Year in together, so uh, we're trying to get that situated uh, and organized. Point being, uh-huh. uh, the uh, <laughs> the contestants were both very good. Yes. Uh, I don't know. You should plug them. Yeah, I am. I am. Um, I'm not sure of which shows Ashley is doing yet, but we, when I find out, I will bring those up for sure. For sure. Um, I'm going to plug Jamie's information towards at, the end. At the end. We'll plug yeah, it in. At the okay. end. Cause I'm going to bring up the facts and the dates and the times and the numbers and stuff. Cause she has a show coming up. So that's important. So it was a, it was a fun experience. Uh, I don't know. I'm having a hard time making this story interesting. It's, it's okay. It was an, it was an experience. Um, the third, the third judge, because there's three judges, happened to be a gentleman named Elliot, and he was really, really cool. I, I appreciated him, and it was kind of like an impromptu decision for him to be the third judge, but he showed up, he did his thing, and it, the chemistry was really, really great. I cannot remember the adjectives that he chose to describe some of the performances, though. Uh, wait, Romantic wait. beguilement? Yes, that was one. Was one of them? I made a Facebook status about it. Yes, you did. I remember. That's what I remember about that. Um, another thing we did was we went to the Black and Brown Babes brunch, which was a really awesome thing to check out. It's a group consisting of a lot of people in Chicago that are either black or I almost say black and brown, but that's in the name. I'm not going to be stupid. But Just not white. <laughs> essentially. But they let white people <clears throat> come if they absolutely need to. Exactly. Or if they wanted to. So it was a very welcoming group. <laughs> It was, uh, it was, you stupid. It was a, it was a really, really great experience. I enjoyed it. And I felt like the plug because it was suggested that I, someone asked that we bring chicken and I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to bring some chicken. And well, it's I, funny. Cause I was like, man, fuck them. You bring, bring, you know, I was like, let's just bring one of them $5 cakes from Jewel. And you're yeah. like, no man, we got it. Like, nah, bro. We got it. We got to come correct. We're going to do this. So what the Popeye's got, 
20 pieces with four large sides and a bunch of biscuits. And I went in and this is a brunch, mind you, but it was going until eight, nine o'clock or so. So I, I slide in with all this fried chicken and I'm thinking niggas had already eaten yet. And I walk into the door and it was like indescribable the way that way that shit felt. It was like, hey, everybody, this is Delance. And he brought chicken. Everybody's like, ah! Like I it, saw the box up in the air in with the like air. pieces of the box yes. being torn off of it. Yes. It was pandemonium. It was a beautiful thing because that resonated with me spiritually and emotionally because I love being in places where everyone, especially black people, can feel comfortable enough to wild out over fried chicken. That lets you know that you're in a comfort. You know how rabbits do that thing where they lay down super duper flat or on their side because they're comfortable? That's how I am. I didn't know. I yeah, don't look rabbits, at rabbits a lot. They're, they're prey creatures. So what happens is you'll never see them like super duper relaxed because they're so used to being on the run from predators. But if you catch one and it's comfortable enough around you, it'll lay down on its side or it'll just like be really, really lackadaisical around you. That was what that was. But with fried chicken, because I don't know about anyone else, but I'm really paranoid when I'm eating fried chicken out in public because I don't know who's going to take a picture, make me a meme post something with a fucked up caption. I might be licking the grease off my fingers and that's just not the life I want. I do enough dumb shit on the internet without trying to become a meme in some way, form or fashion, at least on accident. So the, the chicken was fun. It was, it was a good experience and I enjoyed it. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, I was also very sick for that, but I, uh, I toughed it out. People probably thought it was weird cause I was just lurking not talking a lot or anything <laughs> but uh yeah it was cool and you know for me personally i don't uh get to hang out with large groups of black people like that generally. yeah yeah so you know it was like a family reunion without, yeah it was a nice without change a, of face without a I'm always, uncle there was always no with, uncle. with mexicans and puerto ricans mm-hmm. you see there yeah, so it was different but this time it was negroes yeah there you go all right so we're about to smack uh, we're about to smack into the topics that we got going on so far. We got a list of stuff that we've we've pretty much covered. It's already the fifth day of December, so no nut November has been gone, and it's been done for for a while. How you feel? What's going on? That's why your ass been sick. You've been drained, boy. I've been tired this whole time. You can set up the nut cave and you had all the lubrication. Now, I, I got sick back in November, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no November is really stupid. Not being there's, off your no, there's no health benefits to <laughs> depriving yourself of precious orgasms. Uh, and, you know, I guess I learned the lesson I learned was about peer pressure. Even. That's don't, important. don't let the internet tell you I believe in you on some <laughs> shit that is the most ridiculous thing ever to do. Uh, but, you know, I was surprised because I kept saying, like, oh, I'm going to just try to make it to the 11th or something like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. there was a couple of rough nights. You had momentum. But, uh, you know, I was either busy enough or sick enough yeah. for the month, I guess, luckily. And then it just kind of worked out. That's good. I'm happy for you. I'm happy. I ended up going through a book and a half. Uh, I recently read American Gods by Neil Gaiman. I know there's a show based off of it, but I checked the book out and I zoomed straight through it because I had more time to read because I wasn't whacking it. It was it was a great experience. It's not really a thing. Like no, at least I, at least for me, I don't spend so much time masturbating where I can't get things done. Well, that's understandable. But consider this: like if you get home, you beat off, you bust, and you end up going to sleep because it does help you sleep. That means you won't be up reading or doing whatever else. But, you see. I mean, Again, I'm not maybe saying, I'm different, but are probably. people clocking out and like rushing home? Be like, all right, I got to get this out. And they're like, oh, mm. man, I can't. 
I guess it depends on your schedule. I close. So if I'm getting home by like 12. Yeah, 30, but sometimes 1. you go out after work. Yeah, so then you'll, you'll get home drunk at 4 a.m. And then. Whoa, that's. Well, okay, it's happened before. So and then I you can. take care of it. And then that's what's what time is wasted. And that can happen. But sometimes you get you get home instead of beating off. I just, you know, I'm going to crack this book open. And then I accidentally end up reading for an hour or two or two. Were and there half. any sex scenes in, in American Gods? Yes, there were. Uh-oh. One Uh-oh. of which, yeah, it was it was tough. One of which involved uh, him in a funeral home, and it wasn't as it was it was it was actually pretty Wait, nice. What? He was having sex in a funeral home. In his mind, he had a dream that he oh. was he was smashed with someone, but it was very descriptive and it was very very nice. It was the way was it was the person was dead? very poetic. No, no, there was no necrophilia that I know of in the book. Uh, the other one wasn't as sexy because it involved human sacrifice and and an entire person going up inside of this lady's vagina a whole person the whole man yes she she and this isn't i hope this isn't spoiling anything but uh the character in question is a deity of sorts and her power derives from sexual sacrifices these people these men specifically sacrifice their bodies and she had a guy in her place and she was riding him or whatever else and uh the 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 magic started taking over and he was like, he was like, I worship you. So on and so forth or whatever. And he tried to look at what was going on. And she was like, nah, close your eyes and don't look in my vagina. Don't look. She was riding him and it starts sucking him up into the vagina. Like his whole body started going in. Like she was busting it open so ferociously that he was enveloped into. Wait, so did he die? Yes. He was sacrificed. Yes. That's how he sacrificed himself. So this she is got like powers. Indiana Jones when they looked at the thing, except right, come on, bro. S- sucked into a vagina. <laughs> yeah. Which ain't, I w- I'm not even going to say it's a good way to go. I don't want to. That's well, a bad way to compared to being go. drowned, mauled by a bear. I guess. But how do I explain? What eulogy? Because people didn't know what happened to these guys. They just disappeared and she would get rid of the evidence. So you yeah, just miss you and just your be family missing, don't know. And then after a year, they would give up looking for you. That's and- kind of sad. I want I want something to be remembered by a little bit. At least, at least if it happened, I want someone to know it happened like that, so it could be in my um, obituary. It was just like he was a loving son, he was a great uncle, brother, uh, but he he swam in the pussy and he he was taken away from us too early or something like that. I'm pretty sure it'll be more poetic than that, but I don't. There's no merit in it happening. If don't nobody know, I got swallowed up by a vagina. That's my whole thing, I suppose, because that's that's amazing to begin with i don't know why it just didn't do that it's like i'm into the that coochie he ain't had no bussy well, you don't know that i don't know <laughs> you it's don't know very, what it has very ambiguous it's called it it's an entity so i don't know what it has actually it might have everything it could it could have whatever it wants to if it can turn into a sharp tooth demon thing with claws i assume yeah. it can like grow a poo nanny if it wanted to it could be made entirely out of vagina it could that's how would it get anything done well, it could have it could be a giant vagina with arms and legs and just sucking people up. I don't. Mm, that's scary. I don't like that. Well, and I'm kind of upset that you made me think about it. It chose clown. It chose clown. Luckily for us, because, because clowns are weird. Uh, so one of the <laughs> one of the things that I want to talk about recently happened is that uh, Prince Harry is getting married, and he's getting married to a beautiful lady by the name of. 
Megan Markle. Wrong color. Wrong color. Apparently. So there, here's the disconnect with, with, with certain things that are happening because you have certain people that are upset because she is a black lady and you have certain people upset because she's not black enough, apparently. So now that's an awkward place for someone to be, I would assume, because I'm not in her shoes. But it's kind of fucked up, in my opinion. Like, how does someone how does someone deal with those types of it's coming from both ends? I you just like, hang out with Mexicans. Like I <laughs> that's, that's what I do. Yeah, exactly. And I'm happy you like, you know, I'm not to put you on blast, but that's really, really tripped out like some of what she's experienced is that some shit that you've come across because you you... when i was really young i think uh like as a a younger kid where i feel like i was around like black kids and white kids and a a splash of uh middle eastern kids it was more of an issue and and then maybe like freshman year high school a little bit so uh you know, I don't, I don't maybe saying give up is strong, but like it just it takes its toll. I had maybe no, it was just like it's it was easier to be around a, a certain kind of people, and it was, yeah. you know, so it was just fuck it, we yeah. like this. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, so it's 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 it kind of it makes me sad a little bit because this is obviously a black woman, and I don't know why we held british people up to certain standards of racism this is like <laughs> now we finally see how racist people in britain can be and i'm like motherfucker where the fuck have you history life world like you know what i'm saying like colonialism well, I feel like, and, and, and right i mean you know they they were heavily involved in the slave trade and everything but i think what not everybody understands is i think you know like uh Indian people are are there black people right basically I think that I think I think so also but there's also a lot of West Indian people that migrated towards to my knowledge there's a lot of West Indian people that migrate toward have migrated towards the UK or Canada or Florida I feel like those are the three main places that people have gone to I took a British history course and I found out that a lot of people from the islands have gone over there. So they do have actual black people over there, but they just don't go about calling them black people in the same way that we do. You know, maybe the description because they do. Of they course are they have black of, people. No, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? So their, their lineage is a little bit more direct because it's like, I can tell you which Island I come from or whatever else. And to my knowledge, people do when you ask them if i were to ask a quote-unquote black person like what are you they would be able to tell you which island they come from instead of just saying or they would just say i'm british you know real quick what's up as of 2011 he got numbers uh uk is 87 percent white seven percent asian which i'm assuming encompasses the whole fucking India, Pakistan. Yes, the whole jump off. And then we are at three percent black. Yeah. So this is this is the environment that <laughs> you know these things are in. So that go that ties a lot into the narrative because people are wholeheartedly and super duper upset. They take this shit personally. What would Princess Diana say if she was here? Well, right, partly because this nonsense of the. I don't know, the dog and pony show of like having the monarchy that doesn't actually do anything. Doesn't do anything. Like why the so, fuck would you ask Prince Charles anything? Like, so they have a doing? parliament, but then they're like, Oh, it's the prince and the queen. Yeah. And I guess is... keep it going for the fuck of it, but 
uh, monarchy wasn't really fun for anybody, like, ever. No, no, exactly. So, I, I don't... There's so much that could be said about that. It's... it's what That's, at least from the British side of things, getting into how black people um, try to, to gauge the blackness of other individuals is very interesting sometimes because it wasn't just Meghan Merkel, but a lot of people have been questioning uh, Cardi B's lineage or ancestry. It was like Afro Latina. Where's the Af- look at her parents? They don't look black at all. Like, yeah, that's, you know, that's so, real silly to me, but you know what shit. it is? What are you doing? It's again, like everybody on the internet has a real hard opinion for some reason, all yeah. of a sudden, and it, they don't do the 10 seconds of research. And then, you know, like, you'll say something really fucking stupid and unfounded right. and get a couple thousand retweets. Yeah. And the, people just hit the button when I read and shit or actually considering things sometimes. I, I like to check stuff out. I don't. And then there's certain people that think that sharing it, whatever they posted is advocating what they said. But sometimes I just want to make fun of you after after I shared it, what it was that you said or come up with a, with an opposing opinion on it. Uh an opposing opinion such as this robot shit that's going down. Um, I'm not a fan of it, really. I, it didn't get serious for me until they gave Sophia the robot a wig. Because before it was a joke because she was out here with the circuitry showing and the... And the well, she's and, still not... Mm-hmm. I mean, where are we going with this? I don't know. It seemed like you was going to go into place with it. I don't know. Go well, where you want to go. Okay, because <laughs> artificial intelligence is one thing. Yeah. Now... I feel like there isn't a big reason to have realistic or, or, you know, humanoid robotics, right? No. Usually we use robots for assembly lines, building cars, canning goods, stuff like that. And AI is its own thing, right? So when you start making ladies with wigs and stuff, we're clearly going towards a path of uh, sex robots. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I was saying self. You don't okay, a humanoid no, no, you robot. You thought that because I've seen some videos of robots twerking like recently and like shaking that ass, and I it's, it takes it take. I'm a visual. I'm a I'm a visual creature, and sometimes it takes a while for things to register. So I just saw like ass movement and gyrating, and I was like, damn, they really doing that. And then I realized what I was watching, and I was like, oh no, that's different. This is some wild shit right here. And I took two steps back. And this is after No Nut November. So there was no excuse for me to be going there in the first place. Because I had already been getting But if the whole home. Terminator Skynet thing happened. Uh-huh. And <clears throat> a self-aware artificial intelligence was making robots to destroy humans or fight humans. They wouldn't create human-looking robots. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the most efficient thing to kill people. It's not. It does, so it that's what I'm sense. saying. Like they're making humanoid robots for sex because that's favorites. the most efficient way to like ride a dick or put a dick in somebody. I don't a robo penis. A robo penis. I'm. I, I wouldn't want to fuck a robot. They too strong. They they don't know. They don't. I guess they can be programmed with time. Such, the technology they will advance. I know. I don't know if they too, would make the robots gorilla strong, gorilla and then you have a bunch of penises ripped off bags. And I it. think. I think. Aren't they just gorilla strong by default because it's robotics? You There's know? weak robots. You never okay. You never just kick the RC car over and be like, get out of here. You know, I like, guess yeah. It was it ran out of batteries. I was frustrated, but I'm just saying like, how much research do they have to do to find out how strong is too strong and how weak is too weak? Let's say for example, the sexual act such as a hand job or something like that. They need some way of knowing. Maybe they'll use science, how much force is applied by the robot hand, how many 
revolutions per minute or the RPMs like w- when it comes to the stroke. Well, they can measure like stuff like that. They so can measure stuff. Yes. They they do, you know, they determine how how strong a shark's bite is cuz they'll have like a a plate. Yes. That can uh, you yes. know, measure the crush whatever. So yes. they'll probably make a a dildo mm-hmm. that knows how strong the grip is and everything. Yes. And then they do those calculations. Yes. Okay, so when it comes down to human testing would you be one of the first of course not (laughs) but also why would why would you want a hand job from a robot there's no way there's no way uh there's no way what there's no way that man come on (laughs) what do you mean i don't want a hand job from like the best prostitute in the world (laughs) let alone a robot why Why? would a robot be good at it because it's been programmed to be good at it you see what i'm saying you know how far we would have to come (laughs) is that a pun to get the robot to be that that good (laughs) i I don't know no no see you don't believe in in science and 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 human uh tenacity enough i feel like within the next couple of years there will be a jerk bot out here efficient enough to just make people and who knows it might help us out like everybody's getting one out the population goes down maybe earth could just reverse there's less pollution I don't think the robots would be giving off. Maybe like, Mouthbot. Mouthbot? I might sign up to be among the first 10,000 <laughs> for Mouthbot, but not Handjob. Not Handbot? So no. Mouthbot? Nope. What about Buttbot? That's getting a little bit too into We're it. We're talking like, about backdoor like, anal robot? Uh, well, that's kind of specific, but everything. What do you mean, butt like, bot? But the, butt, is like, there a vagina? It's a, so it's just a butt? I assume that Buttbot would have to like be getting up Poonan as well. So it would be like. Putin, like Poonani bot, like so. But here's the thing: I feel like would these be separate, and would you be able to combine them like Voltron? If there was a like, think about that: you bought them separately, and you put them together to train, like the Power Rangers Megazords came together. So you just had this like this whole robot capable of doing everything. So it came with pieces to kind of connect a little bit. I might, I could get into marketing about this, but think of just fathom that for a little bit. You had to test each part. I just think the first draft of your butt bot would be a fucking like a flashlight glued to one of those paint mixers at Home Depot, and you just put your shit in there, and it like this is wild and gyrate so crazy that mm-hmm. you get real hurt and go to the hospital. Yeah, no, somebody got to do it. It's not gonna be me though. So, but I think I see where you're coming from. That's Imagine a, a robot that's as strong as apparent because according to you, robots just have infinite strength. I feel like they just strong as fuck. For They'll no throw reason. it back so hard that you just fracture your <laughs> pelvis. Uh, uh-uh. they got to come with warranties and all types of insurance. So, um, that was another thing. Let me see what else. Bob believed that the Earth was flat, but I think as of recently, I saw an article that said that. He didn't believe slavery existed because he's never seen slave ships himself. I, th- I feel like this would be quick. I don't think he's serious, but you feel like I think he he has to be trolling at this point. He can't be is. I don't know, man. Can you be that dumb, especially as a a black person? I think there's a lot of shit that we haven't seen. Does it mean it's a conspiracy? I you know I don't think so. I think Kyrie Irving th- said he thought that. The earth was flat too. There's a lot of flat earthers out here. Would you? I think that's, I think it's kind of like a weird hipster, like pretentious like thing. Weird niche. You just for attention. I think there's a couple of legitimately weird ass, crazy ass people who believe that, but that's like a handful of people. Everybody else just thinks it's cute 
to pretend that the earth is flat. It's not funny to me. I feel like we almost got into a conversation with a flat earther once, but we both finesse. We judoed ourselves out of the well. Judo isn't finesse at all. That's throwing niggas around. But we finessed our way out of the conversation because it was going to go down a route where we both were not going to be able to get out of it. And I was like, I was like, maybe the earth is flat. I don't know. And they just tossed it out there just to gauge what someone would say. And we, uh, I was like, mm, you could say maybe anything like maybe anything. Maybe sex robots won't be super duper strong and break your pelvis, but we don't know. We don't know, but that's different. There's there's an objective there's truth. There's only one way to find there's out. There's only one way. All right, it's not going to be me. But it's getting to the point where it's getting into financials a little bit because B.O.B. apparently crowd wants to crowdsource a crowdfund a satellite to go around the world to prove that it's not flat. There's already satellites. There's already satellites. Maybe he just doesn't trust those satellites. But why... That's the thing about all these conspiracy theories because what's the why okay the all the world powers can't agree on shit except for we're going to pretend that the world is a globe that's a sphere when it's actually flat I don't it's it's, it's people out here dying you know you know what I'm saying I think there's more important things to be focused on at the moment, uh, one of which that happened a while ago that I really wanted to talk to you about. This is this is different, but I, I've been having I got into a debate with some people because I said jokingly out loud uh, that older generations couldn't really judge newer generations as much when it came to drug use because they were smoking crack on purpose. I was joking when I said this. I wasn't advocating <laughs> doing Xanax or or Molly or whatever else it is motherfuckers are popping right now. I was saying that nobody should be doing the shit, but I was cracking a joke because I saw who was it? It was some old ass rapper. They said something like, Yeah, man, these these dudes out here is they you can't get down with like old school whatever else like y'all out here doing wild shit whatever blah 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 blah. They, they were ostracizing but it wasn't constructive criticism which was my issue you know what i'm saying At, then again the only drug that i really fuck with is like coffee consistently and, it, and stuff that you take out of moderation is bad for you and i might hit a blunt every now and then if i trust the source and i'm trying to be social i'm like hey here you go i don't Hold the smoke in for too long, so maybe I'm hitting it wrong and I'm wasting you weed. Do a Bill Clinton. I'm do a Bill Clinton. I didn't inhale. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm sorry. I'm wasting your weed. It's okay, but that shit don't taste good to me. Um, drug use has been made a popular thing. I mean, in music at least, it's popular to rap about or sing about. You know what I'm saying? But as of recently, a lot of people have been questioning that because that that one rapper passed away from doing Xanax, I think they had fentanyl in it or something like that. And and a lot of people have been coming forth with their opinions on the substances. I think that shit is bad. That's a pretty broad I mean it's a pretty basic way of thinking about it. But I do think if any criticisms are gonna be coming at any of these people for doing these things, it needs to come from a place where, hey, I was alive during the eighties. I smoked like two or three crack rocks and after a while I decided it wasn't for me. And I think 
you should leave these alone because it's bad for you and it's also hurting the community and so on and so forth but that's how you need to approach these things of being like these young niggas they out here stupid blah 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 especially if you got dirt on you because i'm people gonna find out and then it just totally backfires on what you were trying to say in the first place. well it is super stupid but you know these people are from a generation where you know these drugs are talked about on tv yes so prescription drug abuse is obviously way crazy out of hand. Yeah. And it's a little bit different. I, I think we're conditioned in a way to accept it in a different way than smoking crack, obviously. Yeah, it is. It's it's glamorized. There's no way to glamorize smoking crack, dog. But it has is like there? a faux a faux safe, you know. Yes. Even though it's not prescribed to you and we're all told when we're young like it's potentially very dangerous to do that. Yeah. Um it doesn't the optics aren't the same, even if statistically they may be the same amount of, of danger involved. No, for sure. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't understand to take a bunch of Xanax and then go to sleep and never wake up. I agree with you. It's a little bit different because we're, we're told about the dangers of these things, but until people unfortunately start getting hooked on these things or the, the epidemic spreads out to a point where, you know, a lot of people are dying from these things. People really don't take it into account or realize like what the fuck is going on. I don't know. Maybe uh, then again, I'm a square. i already said like the, the main thing that I've actually done was uh, uh, coffee. So you ain't got to listen to me. I'm just saying I just I just care about y'all. I want y'all to be out here safe and OK. I would try Adderall if I was prescribed it. But that's that's as far as I'm gonna go. I heard some stuff about Adderall. Have you? It, it's like caffeine on ten. But were you gonna ask me if I did it? Yes, I was. I'm sorry, but I stopped myself. Yes. How did was it? All right. So we got to be careful about how we talk about this because I just said don't pop pills. But uh, <laughs> so I uh, how did I get it? Mm-hmm. I'm trying. To, I, can't, I don't remember how I got it, but it was from somebody who had it prescribed to them, and basically I had to write. Like, okay, so this is school. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm still abusing drugs, but uh, yes, but yeah, I had yes. to write like a really long paper and I only had a day and a half. And right. uh, yeah, it was like you just get really like zoned in, you get like a, an almost positive sort of tunnel vision, I guess. I see, and energy, obviously. Like, okay. I didn't, I didn't sleep. Okay, I was up for like 30, 30. I can't. 30 something hours i think me too i can't i can't do that much i can't even do energy drinks or did i ever tell you about that time i took a five-hour energy and i stayed up for 36 hours <laughs> i ever told you about that probably tell the podcast well i was about 19 years old or so and i was hanging out with a friend a group of friends in maywood illinois Peer pressure which was my first mistake so i was out there i was kicking it and we just wanted to stay up and have a good time. I'm surprised they didn't offer you something worse than some five hour energy. You can Maywood. you can get some shit in Maywood, but I, I wasn't I wasn't about that. And this was my pre experimenting and being out here phase. But we were just kicking it. We went to like a, a I can't even remember the the name of some of the places. It was like an amusement park or some shit. We were hanging out and me being a dumbass little negro, I just said, you know what, man, this is fun. I'm tired. I don't want to go to sleep. <laughs> and I chugged a five hour energy. And the next few hours were a blur. All I know is I woke up 
with a thermal shirt that was too small for me because it wasn't mine. I was it was drenched in sweat. I was still fully clothed when I woke up and I was on the floor. My anus didn't hurt, but I felt like I was in a predicament where if it was going to go down that way, it potentially could have. And that's not how I want to live my life. So from then on, I decided that I would be more cautious with the things that I drank or took in at least. Um, so that's pretty much it. It was very anticlimactic, but um, I do remember. I feel like you left some stuff out. I did leave some stuff out. I ended up getting getting into a, a, a fight with a broom outside and it was snowing. How the fuck? We were trying to clear a car off. It was covered in snow. It was like that scene from Breaking where Turbo was supposed to sweep up outside. Somewhat similar to that, I suppose, because we were trying to wipe the car off and he didn't have like an ice brush. So I grabbed a house broom and I started sweeping it off. And I think someone said something to us and an altercation ensued and I didn't have a coat on. I was just out there with the thermal shirt. Wait, you were trying to hit somebody with the broom? Yeah. I thought you were fighting the broom. No. I was it was an altercation with a house broom, I think. It's still kind of blurry. And you said, Watch out, man, I'm hopped up on five hour energy. <laughs> I got this five hour in me, don't fuck with me. Yeah, so that was pretty much it. Um, let me see. While we're on the topic of rap, there was Post Malone, who was like twenty two years old, who said when he's trying to listen to I don't want to misquote him, but he says something about when he's Hold trying on, I to I think I, I might have it. Uh oh. Reggie about to go in a little bit. Not to hype no, no, no. So uh but he's passionate about these things. He he is a musician. I have a screenshot of the so I, I've always kinda hated post Malone, but anyway, I have a screenshot at least of the headline and he's uh the quote is if you're looking to think about life, don't listen to hip hop. Now I read the entire thing like in context and I get what he's trying to say but i still don't want to cut him very much slack because i think it's obvious what he has done yes to uh, attain the success that he has yes uh you know he's like you said he's 22 he's not that old and you look at what he looked like when he was 17 years old in high school yeah and he's just a regular looking white guy with an acoustic guitar then all of a sudden, uh, you know, so I'd imagine that he had big dreams of being a singer songwriter. Uh, there's plenty of white guys with acoustic guitars, right? So he wasn't having the best or easiest time. And then he uh, gets some gold teeth or whatever the fuck and starts rapping ish, sing rapping. Uh-huh. And then he gets on. So, you know, I. I think he was trying to have a commentary on mainstream rap right now. And you can say, sure, it is about partying, women, drugs, like, sure. But he's contributing to that, Mm -hmm. and he's made a lot of money off of that and uh, being a a culture vulture, which I don't like to immediately point the finger at people, but I feel like he's a prime example of somebody who didn't grow up in any sort of lifestyle and kind of created a persona. Um, you know, you, like I get that entertainment is about uh, having a, a persona and an act and, and everything, but there's a big difference calling out the, the ignorance or, or whatever you want to call it of a, a genre in its current state or most, most popular form at the moment. Um, 
and generalizing to the point where he said, you know, hip-hop. Well, there's a difference between those people who are rapping about what they know or their fantasy based on the life that they've lived or the bubble that they live in. Yeah. And it's like he's coming from that angle, but like he didn't live that. Yes. So it's it's different. It's just so, so different. So he was, I feel like he was taken out of context, but the sentiment still stands. It does. And, you know, honestly, I feel like it's, it it's, you have to be careful if you're let into a certain community that you don't do anything to insult the community that has let you in. And it is, he's popular because of the people that promote his music, listen to his music and have um, been his fans. You know what I'm saying? So it's because of them that he has gotten to this point that he can say certain like certain things like this and actually be listened to or heard. And I think people are tired of it's like a revolving door. You know what I'm saying? Cause Miley Cyrus at one point was twerking on a handstand with Daisy Dukes on and doing like straight up wild shit. Right. And she just came out saying like, I left all that behind. And it's like, nobody, you know, you chose to do that. You chose, you had an option and you chose, that's what you chose to do. Right. It's not like you were born into something and then you're like, man, I feel really silly for thinking this was this and behaving this way. It's like you went out of your way to co-op some shit that you weren't about, that you weren't born into. And then you're like, yeah, man, like that's so done. You know, like we don't, or I don't want to say we, but not everybody has the the privilege of being able to just flip that switch when it's convenient for them. Exactly. This is a genuine lifestyle for a lot of the people that are listening to what it is that you're putting out here. You know what I'm saying? It could, I'm going to play devil's advocate and say that it could be the fault of the people that are into the music as well, because we give them a platform with which to say these things and become popular. So when they turn around and do things like this. Well, it but it's up... it's a certain kind of we. Yeah, that's true. Because, I mean, obviously, white people are the majority, so they consume the most amount of music. Okay. And they listen to plenty of black music, of course. Yes. But when you have Miley Cyrus, it's like, you could be like, this is, you know, hood and ugly, but, like, I, it's it's rough and rugged, like, and I'm into it. But then when you see... Somebody that's like you doing it and playing along, I think it resonates more, and that's why it gets propped up. Because I, yeah, that is Miley, true. to me, Miley Cyrus rapping about having fucking Jays on in the club with uh, Juicy J that wasn't hot to me. That didn't do anything for me. Yeah, I'm sure over in Kansas they were digging it. I'm pretty sure because it was you know, and I think we've had this discussion before because it's okay when it's someone that looks like you or similar to you doing these things because it feels closer to home than it actually is because you're not in that environment. And I think last time we probably brought this up, we brought up how certain people genuinely believe Larry Bird is like the best basketball player of all time. <laughs> <laughs> we know, and it, you, you can have your beliefs, okay. Yeah, I mean, he was he had good fundamentals and whatnot. Um, I mean, he was... It's He wasn't bad. He I'm wasn't not bad. a big like, basketball like, fan, know, but he was shooting the shit out bad. of some three-pointers. He was. But you have to not only recognize... Like, that was a way different era, too. It was. The rules were different. Things were going on, and his shorts was way smaller. Like, I'm tired right of this LeBron and Jordan talk. We need to get Bird back in the mix. Like, exactly. Like, fuck out of here. You see, there is a there is a racial element to a lot of things that people do, whether they realize it or not. And... This is how it sometimes plays out. And it does also, like when uh, Issa Rae went to the award show and she was like, I'm rooting for everyone that's black. It, it 
it, it happens. It happens as long as you're not uh, actively saying fuck another group of people. You know what I'm saying? That's that's when it's just like, all right, man, you kind of wild in a little bit, but it's okay to encourage and be cool with people that are similar to you venturing out into different things and doing certain things. Cause I don't want to, uh, be, you know, play both sides of the fence that way, but just don't just be practical though. If there's objective, objective truths and you're like, Larry bird was the best basketball player of all times. And I pull up his stats and the numbers don't lie. Don't, you can't be 10 toes the fuck down on that. that's when feelings start getting involved. You know what I'm saying? And, it's different with an art form, whether it be music or painting or whatever else, because those are, are, are relative things. There is no scale or graph to show you, show someone how popular a song should be or how popular, you know, it all depends on who's listening and who's promoting these things. So it's a little bit different. It's, it's tough because if I were 18, 19 and let's say I was a songwriter like, uh, this guy, fucking white Iverson and <laughs> white Iverson, and they're like, hey, you know, you and, and you start getting into rap music and you change your style up and you feel like you're exploring something new and blending something together. And uh, a record company is trying to put you on. But they're like, hey, you got to get like some crusty, loose ass braids and a fucking tattoo. Yo, on your buddy, face. look like he don't. It's it's uh, it's very, very coincidental. So because- if we were in that position, would we turn that down? Not I don't know if a lot of people have that. uh integrity right How about let's make it more personal let's make it more personal if someone were to talk to us and be like you know you guys have a great podcast i really like what it is that you're talking about but we want to put you on a network and we want to get you more exposure but you guys have to calm it down a little bit with talking about the black or or uh people of color if you agree with that term their experience so that we can get you out to more listeners that might not be on that side of the fence. So talk about this instead. Talk about this. Try to bring not bring up being a black person as often or w- what it comes from. Like what would how it's it's especially when it comes from a place like when we hop on here and we we're talking about these things, it does come from a genuine place like and they say that everyone does have a price though. I would I would agree but then just do whatever I wanted anyway and yep. then get canceled or however it works. So that you know, that's part of the thing too. So he's he's at a point where he's probably made enough money or whatever, and he yeah. can just be like, "Hey, you know, the label made me have this persona. This is who I am, but I'm going to continue making this music because exactly this music is really me and it's important to me." Exactly, I would respect that a lot. Precisely, but he's gonna gonna just run this shit till the the wheels fall. The off. wheels fall off, and then he's gonna pull. He's gonna do like Everlast or whatever the fuck. I guess at some point, right? Yeah. I suppose that's just how it goes. Usually like you run it, you do it. I'm not sure what happened to machine gun Kelly. He might still be making music. I'm not sure what happened with that, but it was like similar stuff. See, I'm, I'm a little confused. I don't, I don't know as much about him. I did see the episode of catfish with him. What? What do you mean? He was on a, there was a season of catfish where one of the dudes was like gone doing something. So every episode they had a guest, they had Charlemagne on there. They had, that's weird. Yeah. Is that show even still on? I don't think so. Okay. I, I only know this because I was watching it on Hulu. Okay, I got you. Because I was, you know, yeah, apparently, some shit to have on. Apparently, Machine Gun Kelly really is from, from the streets. Well, that uh, that's my thing about of Ohio, Cleveland Machine Gun Kelly. Like well, Ohio can be rough, I don't know. I was like, nah, I ain't never The thing about him, I don't know enough about him, but it's like, I think he kind of rides that line where it's like, 
you're not sure if he's trying to be black or he's just like the deepest of white trash. Because mm, there's, there's a slight overlap. There is a very like I had a conversation with someone recently about Yellow Wolf because he was right. He rolled that shit until that shit fell off as well. And you can tell for a fact that he is the deepest of of white trash a little bit. Because I went to and I'm saying this and I'm not trying to be rude, but I accidentally went to a Yellow Wolf show once. Uh, I, I, I was there for the opening acts. It was Chop Shop. The Lily K band came on and then Show You Suck came on. I was fucking with it. I was cool. Uh, it was a free show for me, at least. And I, I was standing there and I was like, hey, who's the main person? They let me know. They were like, oh, it's Yellow Wolf. And he came on and I was already one foot out the door. And I was like, you know what? It's a free show. Whatever. This is around Lollapalooza. I turn around and I want to see what's going on. He was like, you know, man, everybody giving the Confederate flag a bad name or whatever. It's not even that bad. It's American <laughs> oh <God> history. <laughs> Nigga, I turned. Wait, uh, that happened? That really happened, uh, bro. And then he sang Sweet Home Alabama oh man, with him. the dude playing an, uh, an electric guitar in the background. And he was singing it. And I just turned clean around. I was like, oh. Everybody I took the bartender. I slid right out of that bitch. Because I was looking at the crowd and the crowd was interesting. I was like, wait, who's this? Who's that? Like, what's going on? Like, you know what I'm saying? So that shit threw me off. But that's what happens when you, when you, because people gave him that platform and it was like, you know, and it was like, all right, cool. This is what's going on. He turned around and was like, the Confederate flag ain't that bad, but I guess it's to be expected of him because he's from out there. He's from like Tennessee or whatever else. So, but you don't, it's like, okay, (laughs) you, if you grow up with somebody telling you some some wrong shit, you yeah. know you can at some point as an adult learn the the right thing. Yeah, and do the right thing. So if you no grow up with Lee. the Confederate flag all around, like okay, like damn, that sucks. That's how you grew up. And then you know you could look at the news and see why people are upset by it, and be like, yes. oh, I get it. I see this now. I'm not in these people's shoes, but I can see where how they feel about this, even though I grew up in this environment. Not to go on a tangent, but I'm rethinking my approach to I don't have children yet but there have been conversations that have been brought up that people have had that make me question whipping kids asses as opposed to finding other ways of disciplining them and I've had this thing that I've been going through recently because I think to myself I'm like do I think whipping ass is normal because I grew up getting my ass whipped and when I tried to think of other ways of disciplining kids I couldn't really think of that many because the first resort was getting my ass whipped when I was a kid. So I, I challenged myself to think outside the box or at least think outside of what I'm used to a little bit. But I think that's a conversation we could potentially have now, or we could save it for the next episode or a later episode. Cause I have some thoughts on that, but it's still evolving in my mind. And I don't know where I stand on whipping kids asses, especially as someone who doesn't have kids, but, but that, I think that's the, the, the point and what's important is, right. It's okay to say you aren't sure about something. It's exactly. okay to change your opinion about something. Exactly. Like, I'm I'm sometimes I'm ten toes down on certain things like washing your ass. Like that's that's an objective. It's not a relative thing for me. You need to wash your ass on a regular basis. Um, but other things I'm still working on as a person because we're all changing and our beliefs change on a regular basis. And I think it's kind of poetic that the episode started with something we were all the way down for, which is getting up in that ass crack. And it's kind of ending on something that we are up in the air about. We're only human, but it's kind of beautiful in a way. That was poetic. How you feel? You okay? Yeah. 
I'm doing I'm doing just fine. You didn't feel the emotion in that right there? No, not quite. All right, it's okay. We can we can skip straight to the the shout outs. So one of the uh let me see. Jamie was her name. She was a great performer. Oh man, her lip syncing was cool. It was nice. It was funny. Because I'm thinking about the bar hops again. She was fucking phenomenal. I'm excited for her show. So the name of the show is Life Material. It's by Jamie Trainer. And the show times will be on December 9th at 8 p.m. and December 10th at 3 p.m. So if you guys are in Chicago and you're here, you should definitely check it out. It's a one-woman show. She did the music for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, very interested. It was. She had a lot of energy when she was performing, and the way she described it sounds like it's going to be really interesting for me, at least. Um, there's a lot more info at uh, proptheater.org, uh, P-R-O-P-T-H-T-R.org, and uh, you should de- check it out at the Prop Theater. Theta. It's, 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 it's spelled really funny to me. It's like T-H-T-R. It's like T-T-R. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a practical person. I do that. Um, another person I want to give a quick shout out to was a gentleman who we used uh, his music for the intro and outro of an episode. He dropped a music video. What? Yeah, he dropped a music video. That shit was that shit was Lo Fuego. I'm not gonna lie. You gotta link me to. Yeah, it. I'm gonna link you to it. Yeah, but I, I really enjoyed that shit. It was really really cool. So, uh, if you get the chance, you should click that link and watch that video. Because it's really nice and it's really cool. And we like giving back to people that have been around us. I'm going to leave a link down here in the bottom. I don't know why I said down here like I'm standing above the link. I'm not. But I'm going to use the internet to post a link. We used. He's pointing to the corner of the screen like we're doing a YouTube video. Like right here. Yes. Leave a like. Smash yeah. that like button. Smash that like. It's real nigga hours. So yeah, we used uh, Dom, Dom's song for an intro and an outro before like a few episodes ago. So you might be familiar with the song. It was pretty cool. I'm trying to think of who else has things and stuff going on. Well, you know what? I told people, not this episode, but two episodes ago, I said, hey, if you have something to promote, let me know. And a bunch of people liked the status and then didn't send me no messages. So, you niggas you know, don't listen. I'm going to try to promote stuff. But it's free. You got to. We're not really expecting anything from y'all. Our 10 Canadian listeners want to know about stuff going on in and around Chicago. So I love, I love Canadian people. They're so nice. It's really cool. I'm going to make an announcement that I'm going back to Toronto. Uh, I'm going to start plotting on the return. Are you coming with me this time? Probably. We're trying to... My musical group is supposed to be doing Michigan into Toronto. Ooh. uh, When? In the spring. Ooh, boy. So we're getting that together now. So either... So, I mean... Ideally, we would just do one trip, but it might end up being two. You know, so. uh, I go every March, usually like the a week or two before my birthday. So I might, I might do that. I might return. You in for a treat? Yeah, we. Uh, yeah, there's a, a rap group specifically, Los Poetas, right? Am I saying that right? I think so. Hopefully, I don't know. But. I don't know. We play with them. They're really good and they're really cool. And yeah. uh, that's one of our connects up there. So that's what's up. I'm gonna check them out. I want to. I want to see what's going on with that. All right. So without further ado. Um, this is the end of the episode. Is there anything else you want to say? No. Bye. <laughs>